Hello, everyone, and welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast brought to you by IC System, your trusted subject matter experts in all things debt collection solutions. I'm your host for today, Gabrielle, and right now I'm thrilled to be joined by Mary Prendergast, who's VP of Business Development at IC System. And uh, actually, she's also very involved with HFMA, I need to say that correctly, uh, which she's going to tell us all about today, uh, just in the many ways to get involved. uh, And just here to enlighten us on this subject, as well as provide actionable industry insights is Mary. So Mary, welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Gabrielle. Of course. Well, to start off, let's kick this podcast into gear by just learning more about HFMA. So uh, just tell us about your background, not only uh, within this organization, but also with IC System. Okay. Well, let me tell you a little bit about uh, myself and introduce myself. I'm Mary Prendergast. Uh, work for a company called IC System. We're a third-party accounts receivable management company based in Minnesota. I currently work on the East Coast, but work pretty much nationwide. And I serve currently as the president of the Virginia, D.C. HFMA chapter. Healthcare Financial Management Association, HFMA, um, has over 90,000 members nationwide. Um, Currently, my chapter, we have about 3,000, maybe a little give or take members throughout our state and as well as the District of Columbia. Um, HFMA is something I'm very proud to be associated with as well as with the company that I work for. Um, HFMA um, is a professional association. It is really for healthcare finance leaders that work in healthcare systems, physician groups, various healthcare companies, as well as it includes uh, business partners who work in the healthcare industry. So it serves as a purpose, as a professional association for people to get involved, leadership opportunities, volunteer opportunities, um, education certifications, all kinds of great stuff. Yeah, it sounds like it. You kind of anticipated my next question here, which was just what are some of the clear advantages of uh, someone being involved in the HFMA? Uh, Well, being involved, yes, it allows you to really get your name out there. And as I started in 1996 with my company, yes, I'm definitely aging myself. I um, worked in the healthcare industry, um, selling my services all over the country to uh, physicians and hospitals and all different types of healthcare, medical suppliers, things like that. Really started to focus 100% in healthcare probably in 2000. I would go to uh, professional association meetings, HFMA, AHAM, MGMA, and many others, both statewide and nationwide, national ones. And I found that um, many of the members were good people that could use my services. So started building relationships with people within those organizations and found that I really liked them, number one. They were great people to network with. They were people that could teach me a lot. They were people that were positioned in organizations that I wanted to also work with. So I started really just by um, volunteering and saying, hey, can I get on a committee? And I started doing um, networking committee and started planning events all throughout my state. And at one point, then they asked me to get more in a leadership position. So I did that and started planning all of our big events. Um, But you had asked some of the, you know, some of the things and some of the advantages, you know, leadership. I would say that anyone in their early uh, career uh, getting yourself out there, building confidence, meeting new people. That is so important in today's world to move up in your career. And and it helps you serve on a leadership role in a volunteer role. But you are, um, you know, you're learning really good tools to help you within your career. Um, speaking, 
you know, again, getting out there, um, losing your fright of having to get out in front of people, but also talking about subject matters that you might be an expert in and, and getting your word out. And then writing things like in newsletters for some of these associations, uh, meeting the healthcare leaders throughout your state and in some cases nationwide, uh, builds credibility. You know, someone is going to meet with me that they have met over the years and they know I'm involved in something versus someone that's just coming in off the street and they, they're like the typical telemarketer is saying, hi, I'm Mary. Can we set up a meeting tomorrow? You know, you've got to have a little bit of credibility. Yeah. Credibility, great way to network. And like you mentioned, like, I mean, you're building your credibility uh, by going through all these events and meeting all these people to uh, really build your career. And teach you, you know, abreast of new developments and what's going on and, and, um, committees. And then honestly, one of my favorite things is really mentoring the younger people, um, people that haven't been in the same seat and haven't uh, maybe made some, same, some of the same mistakes and some of, gone through some of the same roads that I've traveled, um, helping them share some ideas and helping them move ahead in, in their volunteerism, HFMA, as well as in their careers. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, just how many times does the HFMA meet at conferences? I know you mentioned a lot of conferences. Just what are the goals of these and just how often do they happen? Well, the way HFMA is set up, so they're a national organization, like I said, with over 90,000 members nationally. They have statewide chapters pretty much in every state. And so most states meet twice a year and then they have regions. So then the regions will meet. So if you're super involved like I am, you are literally at an HFMA almost every week, every other week, because, you know, if I'm not in Virginia, D.C., then I'm in North Carolina, I'm in Florida, I'm in wherever they're having a meeting. And then they also have certain type of uh, more specialty like a RevCycle conference or a CFO conference or a finance. So then they also really dig down into the weeds of um, specific parts of the um, healthcare finance. Well, we mentioned a lot of ways that there's clear advantages of someone being involved with HFMA. Uh, but I also want to talk about how this organization is helping improve the healthcare industry overall. So uh, can we talk a little bit about that and just uh, ways that HFMA is changing and just building the community? Yes. Well, and especially even since the pandemic, you know, so much had had gone online when that happened. And luckily, HFMA was able to pivot and do a lot of webinars, a lot of education online. Um, but where where the challenge is happening is getting people back out to come to networking events and things like that. Um, you know, I feel people need people, but we are able to meet our members by you know, trade publications, newsletters, webinars, things like that, seminars online. Um, but really what HFMA does, it really sets the industry standard for healthcare today, um, really more so in reimbursement and finance. Um, what's going on today in healthcare is, is very difficult with labor costs, labor shortages, staffing. Um, what's really hot today is, you know, like value-based care and price transparency and then technology. You know, in order to really survive and get reimbursed and keep your uh, lights on and a roof over your head, uh, you have to be reimbursed, whether that's from the patient or the providers, I'm sorry, but from the payer, payers, which are the insurance companies, um, they have to pay you. And it takes a team of experts to make sure that they're coding and getting reimbursed for all of this. And they also use, again, a lot of technology partners to making sure they're getting, um, you know, real-time estimation on cost and reimbursement. Oh, gosh, yeah. I, I mean, technology, ever prevalent, always have to be on top of that. 
what type of educational opportunities are there available within HFMA if I'm going to come to this organization and be a part of it? Yes, certainly. So you can become certified, which is all sorts of certifications, depending on what kind of role you serve in your organization. Those certifications look excellent on your resume. It shows you care about um, growing in your career and learning more, and you become more of an expert in your field. Um, But you also can um, gain many awards, merit awards, being involved, volunteerism, Um, By getting certain type of certifications as well, it requires you to continue with your education. It requires you to volunteer. Um, It just it kind of pulls you into HFMA and makes you stay involved. But at the end of the day, HFMA is really a family and we learn from each other. We grow from each other and we really are are close knit. And I mean, that's not just my chapter. That's the whole country. Oh, wow. That's so very powerful. And, you and you know, I want to ask also, you know, just what kind of like hot topics that you guys are talking about uh, in this organization and what in HFMA is probably one of the more uh, prevalent things happening right now in the industry that uh, the something really needs to be done about that it's it's people are talking about. Well, you know, cost versus revenue is really big right now. You know, these healthcare systems, everything has changed since COVID. The labor cost is huge. Um, the stat, you can't get nurses. Um, and then supply chain. Not only can you not always get the supplies, but also then the cost. Everything has gone up so much money, so much. And it's very hard for these healthcare systems to pay for the things that they were paying for three years ago or, you know, almost double the price. And then getting reimbursed again from the payers, from the patient, that becomes difficult too. And and one thing that is going on and has been going on is that there's different reimbursement rules from every state. So HFMA keeps the different state chapters and members up to date on what's going on in their state and, and what changes. I know in my state, um, the Medicaid rules redetermination is happening April one. And that means that uh, Medicaid is not going to be covering all the bills for a lot of their members. So that's money that the healthcare systems will not be collecting. And so there's there's always changes going on. HFMA keeps people abreast of that, whether it's online through their publication and through various education opportunities that they have out there at conferences and such. Well, how should people uh, join, Mary? Like, what's the best way if, if I'm listening in and I think, you know, this is something I definitely want to be a part of? Uh, should they reach out to you? Is there a website? Uh, yes, they can go to um, HFMA.org, I believe is a website. I'm going to just double check that. But they could just type in HFMA and they can check it out. I mean, they have, I believe they have a, um, they have various types of memberships, whether you be, a, you're a student, uh, you work in a health system, you're a business partner, and I think they even have a trial membership for like 30 days. So you can just kind of get a good idea if it's something that yeah. you would be interested in. They also have a huge career, you know, resource center where they have jobs out there. You can post jobs, you can see what jobs are out there. So that's also helpful in the challenging labor area today. And then a whole, you know, education and events and all kinds of stuff. A wealth of information. Well, thank you so much, Mary. That wraps up the conversation. Uh, thanks to everyone for joining us on this episode of Closing the Books, a podcast brought to you by IC System. And thanks, Mary, for joining us uh, today just to talk about what HFMA is and just how to get involved. Uh, just the very many awesome opportunities that uh, it has for the community. It was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. 
Of course. And as always, if you'd like to learn more about IC System, please visit icsystem.com and look for this podcast wherever it is you get your podcasts at. I've been your host, Gabrielle. Thanks for tuning in.